Hi folks, you're watching Settle on the Screen Live. Tonight on the program, we're going to review the crap tournament, uh, and we have Al Birdman in television, multiple in television world record holder, and it's going to be a lot of fun, so make sure you guys stay tuned. Live from the Detroit studios in downtown Farmington Hills, it's Settling on the Screen Live! Super Live! I'm sitting at the desk. Tonight's hosts are Nick Halsander, Michael Soroka, and Glenn Updike. Tonight's guest is Al Birdman, Intellivision expert and world record holder. Also, we'll be announcing the latest video game world records from TwinGalaxies.com. <coughs> Drinkable pizza? <laughs> what? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Settle Up to Screen Live, the late night show to inform and entertain you about the world of competitive gaming, mostly high score chasing at TwinGalaxies.com. TwinGalaxies has been verifying video game world records for eh, about 35 years plus. Uh, I am Michael Soroka, the host here to entertain you. I'm also joined by my virtual co-host, Mr. Glenn Updike. How are you, Glenn? Doing fine. How's it going, buddy? Doing very well. I like your virtual hand there as well, your third hand. <laughs> oh, third hand. man. Yeah, I, you know we had some trouble last night for our fans on the Set on the Screen page. Uh, the EverQuest <laughs> server wasn't up. I was bummed. I was downloading it, installing it. But uh, we'll, we'll re you'll recap. You'll redo that next week, right, Glenn? Yeah. I ended up playing it. It's eventually came back up. So. Yeah, it was like 3 o'clock at night or something, I noticed. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, we like to celebrate the latest video game world record celebrated at TwinGalaxies.com. So here we go. Sorry, Nick. World records. World records in one. World records. World records in one. World records. World records in what? We got those world records yeah. playing video games. The latest video game world records verified at TwinGalaxies.com. Here we go, folks. Congratulations to Mark Cohen of Las Vegas, Nevada, United <coughs> States. A new uh, world record on Papa the Rapper 2, Stage 7. Noodles are the flow, noodles are the groove. With a world record score of 844 points from Mark Cohen, the, king of, the current king of pins. All right, we have Al Berman. From all of Canada and the Intellivision Donkey Kong NTSC, um, skill one, 258,500 points. Congratulations to Al. Yes, he'll, he'll be joining us on the program very shortly. Actually, he's here. You could say anything. But that's, oh, nevertheless, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> congratulations to Paul Horniski oh, from Placeville, Oregon. A new world record on Terra Cressa, um, 1,477,010 points. That looks like a vertical shooter. That looks like a lot of fun to me. Never played it, but congratulations to you, Paul, as you beat the previous score by over a million points. Nice job. All right, we have Sean Dwyer from Austin, Texas. Um, Dr. Mario 64. Classic mode points, low speed, 105,200. Congratulations to Sean. Yes. And data god, yes, this is real life. It's always real life. Congratulations to Jason Vasloff from nearby Michigan. A new world record on Gold Bug for playing uh, the MAME, uh, a, a emulated arcade machine for those folks at home who don't know what that means. Nevertheless, a new world record of 418,820 points by Mr. Vasiloff. Congratulations to you. All right, we have Rodrigo Lopez from Pene Santa Catarina, Brazil. On the iOS Angry Bird Season Pig Days, New Year's Eve 2015, 183,630 points. Congratulations to Rodrigo. And congratulations to Brandon Fitton from Texarkana, Texas. A new world record, another world record on stair dismount for the Android. This time 
with this ring track, 1,237,152 points. Ooh, a little competition there. Less than a month later, beat Jen's score. Maybe Jen's will come back and take it. We'll see. We'll find out. <coughs> David Jury from Oakland, Yingletown, California. May Major Havoc Revision 3 Marathon Settings. 1,239,978 points. Congratulations, David. Love that game. It's always a great arcade game. Congratulations to Joe Jakovich from the Midwest. Uh, a new world record on Rise of the Robots for the SNES. Uh, tournament settings, 3,170 points. All right, we have Steve Germerhausen from Calgary. Um, PlayStation 2 Activision Anthology NTSC. Skiing, Game 3, Difficulty AA, Fastest Time, 28.64 seconds. Congratulations, Steve. Yes. And those are just a few of the latest video game world records verified at Twin Galaxies. If you think you can beat any of those scores, go on over to TwinGalaxies.com. Uh, register if you're not a registered already. Find out all the rules. There's a frequently asked question section that should be able to help you out, but the community typically will help you out but they don't want you to beat their world record so you know yeah. sometimes you might not get all the help in the world. um what else we just real quick update we got the last weekend of the mame crap tournament um these are the current leaderboard oh bear uh, andrew barra has moved up to second jason vassiloff has moved up to third uh we just have the weekend to go and what place are you in glenn i haven't placed yet yeah that's me too um, hey, Mr. Teeter. I saw Teeter finally makes the bottom of the list there. Yes, yes, our expert who came on Wednesday. Oh, there's, oh, there's still, see, there's still more games. I thought there was only 10. <coughs> there's a total of 12 games. So there's still, the top three players has still have not played three games. So it's still kind of up for grabs at this point. Um, so it's that kind of wait and submit type of thing tournament. But, uh, you know, I really recommend you guys play some Time Limit. I mean, it's a, it's a great game. I don't know why it's in the crap tournament. It's not, it's not crap at all. So uh, if you're in the tournament, you guys uh, make sure you guys, after our show, go and start competing. So and uh, definitely you guys should stream your footage and your audio, too, because I really want to hear those expletives while you play in these great games. <laughs> um, we have... Uh, we, we've talked about it multiple times on the show over the past two months, um, and really it was, a, it, was a, it was a sad story, and now it's a joyful story. Um, Ryan Janot, back in the day, sent the Air Zonk world record holder, and he was, I guess, he was supposed to, and with uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly, there was a contest to set a score, and you would win a special jacket. Well, he never got that jacket over 20 years ago. Is it 20 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. 24. 24 years he should have got that jacket. But us here on Settle on the Screen, we talked about it. We were real bummed about it. But Ryan finally got his jacket. That's awesome. Looks awesome. Twin Galaxies and so on the screen were nice enough to give me an interview a few months back saying, here, we want you on our show, and said, all right, oh, that's kind of cool. You guys want to interview me? I'm not that famous, but okay, thanks. And on that show, I mentioned, yeah, the whole story about EGM not sending me no jacket or anything or no game. And, you know, they got talking to, hey, we'll give you a jacket. Say, all right, guys, whatever. And I thought they were joking and everything, but... Uh, Nick and Josh on that show are just so awesome because this is what they did. Let me show you this because this is friggin' amazing. I just got this recently. My very own jacket. Yeah, artist, yeah, Ryan Paraki. He did this, yeah, Josh and Nick. Actually came out with the jacket and Ryan Padraki. He did this custom art here. 
giving me my very own Airzog Championship jacket. It's beautiful. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Jacket-wise. It's friggin' amazing. Not only is that beautiful artwork, but... Damn, I have my own World Championship jacket. Now, games. I don't mind not getting a free game from, you know, EGM and everything, because... As you can see, I have plenty of those. Getting a game, it's no problem, but... Ah... Get in my own World Championship jacket? This is priceless to me. <laughs> there it is! There you go, folks. It's priceless. I think he loves it. Uh, he, he, he adores it. Oh, that, that's a great arm. Yep. <laughs> I forgot to put the S in for my for when I signed my name. Oh, yeah. Yep, right there. S from, Soroka. From screen. I used the S from screen, and then yep. I just signed it Roka. So he can't sell it as a legit. And I had Jeff Lee, Creative Cubert. Super excited yeah, about that. That was awesome, yeah. Very cool. Well, you know what I love? I mean, I'm, I'm, I love Ryan. We've talked with him multiple times. But <laughs> you know what I like what Ryan said in his video is, oh, you know, Twin Galaxies and Settle on the screen wanted to interview me. Oh, it's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Uh, and I love his other comment, too. It's the most beautiful thing in the world in the jacket world. <laughs> There's other things that are more beautiful. I totally agree right. with him there. But in the jacket world, that is the most beautiful jacket. So there you go, Ryan. Like I said, that's what we do here on Settle on the Screen. We go back in history and make things right, even if we're not responsible for them. But uh, it's exciting for him to see it. Hopefully that's we great. do get to meet him in person at one point in time. I do want to meet Mr. Janot. Um, nevertheless, we interview all the world record holders from the past and future, and this is an exciting interview for me because it is my childhood uh, games and system we're talking about. Uh, welcome to the <coughs> show, Al Birdman. How are you, Al? Great. Doing great. Awesome. I said this off-air before, but nice Washington Capitals hat. I wish they would have gotten further. But uh, they're going to have to, you know. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. They're going to have to do some hot moves, in my opinion. And I don't know if the salary cap will allow it. But uh, it was still an exciting series the last year. But nevertheless, we're here to talk about you and your remarkable, so far, 29 yeah. video game world records on Intellivision. And that's just the past, what, month and a half, I think, you've been submitting? Um, it's, I stopped at the four-week mark. Okay. So that is a remarkable feat. I believe we, me and Nick were talking about before the show, you've moved up to third on the, uh, expert, or the expert skill level leaderboard and in television. I actually just nipped up to second place. Oh, up to second place? And yeah. In the process of that, you <clears throat> bumped off somebody in that yeah, top 10. I mean, but that's okay. I haven't Michael, seen it when you before. first said that on the show, maybe last week or 10 days ago, do you know how bad I felt, honestly? Oh, you know, that's a good thing. Bumping me off the list is what we want. Because you know what that's going to make me do? That's going to make me fire this Play thing harder. up and get, and get motivated to get there back you go. on the top. Don't thing. ever feel bad for beating someone, Al. Yeah, no, no, yeah, never feel okay. bad. Never, never. Especially ever. Mike. Yeah, exactly. And congratulations to you. I was going to tote myself as the Carnival World Record, but just a few hours ago... Uh, you do have a new world record of 60,890 points on Carnival. Um, I believe that's... Skill one. Skill one, yeah. That's, yeah. That's a, really, the other tracks are kind of the same. Just the They're kind of the same. They just start harder, that's all. I think there should only they be one. They start worse. harder, and also they run out of bullets faster as you go progress. That's right. Um, so I guess the first question is, I mean, in television, what does it mean to you being the f your first score submitted? Oh, I mean, uh, it, it's just unbelievable, you know, it's, uh, I, I used to play the console as a teenager and, you know, to have this opportunity, it, it really means a lot to me, you know, I think my passion is um, coming through. I think it's obvious. Uh, I, I, w I wish I had this opportunity a long time ago, but I mean, I'll take it now. I'm st I still have my ability, so I'm glad that... Uh, that Twin Galaxies is around and that the internet is around for me to be able to do this. Yeah, it, the internet has been able to obviously spread 
this type of competition that Walter right. started a very long time ago with arcade uh, machines. Uh, and also kudos to the other owners of Twin Galaxies and Jace Hall making it very... Uh, and what's, what I like about the new system is, like, for example, I'm going to jump to auto racing. I always looked at the auto racing scores as, uh, I think those are beatable. And, yeah. Uh, I just I, I enjoy auto racing, but I I didn't enjoy it that much to really push for those scores. But I like the right. the first one you have, um, you know I knew that it probably was beatable. But what's fun about the new era of Twin Galaxies is I'm able to enjoy your gameplay, and I'm like, oh, oh, uh, the, nah, I don't think I'm gonna beat. I mean I might try, but I got to enjoy right. your gameplay, which was very cool. So. Really, I kind of like that you're joining at this time because now I get to see, you know, my child. You get to see my action. Yeah, I get to see somebody else competing with. Because when I submitted right. scores about four or five years ago, yeah, nobody else was submitting, and it was, you know, I, right. I'm blindly putting scores in, and I beat somebody else. So it's like, oh, I can't enjoy somebody else's skill set. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I, we talked about how you just discovered this, the internet. That's how I discovered Twin Galaxies. Is that how you discovered Twin Galaxies? Well, actually, no. Um, I, uh, in November, I was just messing around on YouTube. Uh, uh, not YouTube, Netflix. Just to find something to watch. And I came across the Nibbler movie. And uh, that's where I learned a lot about Twin Galaxies and Walter and what he did for Tim McVeigh to help him get that record. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you know, Tim didn't do it alone. He had the, that opportunity given to him. And, you know, I really admired uh, what Walter did for him um, because, you know, another arcade owner would have closed the doors and gone home, right? Yeah, that's right. So um, I really admired that and, and, uh, I, and, to, and to go further, when Tim actually said, you know what, and they delivered that Nibbler game to him, and he decided, you know what, I'm going to get that billion again. I'm going to do it. And I have to tell you, it really got me going when, when he actually, and he tried and tried, and then he got it at the end. I really, I mean, two weeks later, I plugged in Space Spartans, and I hit it uh, 10 million points, which I never did before. Very so, cool. Well, that's yeah. exciting to hear. We joke about it on the show a lot. It's awesome that you discovered Twin Galaxies and not the usual format. You did watch a movie, but it wasn't yeah. that blasphemous King of Kong again. It was a different movie. That's awesome. Uh, real quickly in the chat, Alberto, that's awesome that you discovered Twin Galaxies on the, twi on the Twitch front page. I'm liking it a lot. Uh, <laughs> but that, that's very cool. Um, so I, I just, I don't want to make an assumption, but is in television like your childhood, I'm assuming? Well, yeah, I mean, from 10 to 14, 15, it was a part of my life. Um, just, I was always trying to, you know, learn something new about a different game or beat a high score. And uh, I, I felt that I was really good at the console. And when I had my friends over, we just, they, they couldn't compete with me. So I always had the sense that, you know, I'm pretty good at it. So uh, there was always a handicap involved if there, were, there was ever a, a contest. And to be honest, it was kind of not as fun for me because I would always win almost no matter what game it was. Yeah, that's so I, I had Now that, I have I the opportunity. too. Yeah. Right, Nick? Is that how you felt too? <laughs> oh yeah, we we have these championships every year, and we play all right. systems. But anytime it's in television, you know, it's like, ah, oh, Mike gets first again. Oh, we have to play that. Right, exactly. You play that system again. Great. Exactly. So you have to start handicapping the games, and that's the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like or, I'll give you ten thousand points in Carnival or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or go online find Twin Galaxies and find exactly. other great in television players and compete exactly. against each other. So what we have to do, what I want to do, how are you at uh, in television baseball? Pretty good. Pretty good? Okay. So did you, did you have to play yourself or did you have other people to play with? I had other people, but okay. I also, um, I had this, you know, they made a super pro baseball or whatnot. So oh, you, so you have, world, you have world championship baseball one player. Right. Okay. All right. All right. right. Cool. I, I think. What are you intimating? I mean, are you want to have a match? Is yes, that what you're saying? Yes, I do. I want to play somebody in television baseball. Oh, who can Any compete version. against you? 
any version, I don't care which version, the, the newer, the World Series or the original Major League Baseball, like on this card. Um, right. Everybody I've played, it's just like, you know. It's a, it's it's, a wash, right? It's just a blowout. So um, You know what? And that's my you favorite just, game. <laughs> okay. I've been telling that story to people for decades. I would say, geez, I wish I had somebody to play baseball against. So I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I taught myself how to play myself because my parents wouldn't play me after a while. So I taught right. myself how to play. Well, we did it on the couple. We did it on the show about a month ago, and the baseball season started. But uh, we'll have to do that uh, one time. I, I think. Yeah, for sure. Oh. For sure. Um, Back yeah. in the day, while you're looking for the next thing, mm -hmm. I would actually use my foot. At, when I was like 10, 11 years old, I would be on a chair and I would use my my toe to make the other man hit the ball at my toe on the disc to make him run to first base so that I could practice being the the field and the batter. Oh, so you, so you're fielding with one you're fielding with two hands and your foot and you're batting with your foot. Okay. Batting with my my uh, I'm batting I'm I'm leaning down, I take a swing and then I'm um, running with my toe and then I'm fielding with my with my fingers with, with the other disc. Oh. So he's using two hands for fielding. I think I think that's the problem I have is when I'm trying to play with one in each hand, I can't right. reach I can't reach the outfield with my thumb, you know, but Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Do you have uh did you by chance purchase uh, I mean you have an original Intellivision of course because you see oh, yeah. the submissions. What do you think about the uh Intellivision flashback? Um, well, I've one? seen. You mean the? Um, uh, I've I've seen uh, some footage on YouTube. Oh, okay. So you I, don't I, have one? I I don't have one. No, oh, because okay. I'm a purist, you know. And I have, I actually have several in television consoles just in case something should happen to one of them. That's, you know. That's what you need. That's what I have. I have a reserve. <laughs> For example, the one here on the desk. This is number. Oops, hit the bell. This is number two. This isn't. This isn't the, my original. This isn't in the best condition. Uh, right. The original stays in the foam, and. Uh, oh really? Yeah, it stay. It stays in a special case because it was fixed by Mattel, in, 1985 or 87. It's on. It's on the sticker on the back. But my dad sent it away to get it fixed, and ever since oh. it got fixed, I never have an issue. It gets hot, but. It doesn't. Yeah. It never, never crashes. It never overheats. It, it works perfect. I don't know what they did. I kind of want to open it up and wow. see what transistors or whatever they did to fix it. Because ever since yeah. they did that, I never had a problem. Which every other in television I have, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't work perfect all <laughs> the time. You know, like right. this one, the RF's kind of screwed up. We're gonna do a mod on the show, uh, probably oh, cool. in a month to mod cool. this to AV. Um, but yeah. I, I got that one that just, you know, that's the original. It's, so when I go for the Space Hawk world record, I don't know if you've oh, looked man. at those scores. I don't know if those yeah. are real. I mean, yeah. But that, I mean, 11 million on Space Hawk, I mean, I figured it's going to have to take at least 20 hours, at least. So um, I'd use my original for that run. If, if I'm up for it, I don't know. My thumbs will be. Pretty tired. Um, oh, so we yeah. talked. We talked about my favorite game, of course, which is the wrong way to interview you. What is your favorite in television game? Well, just it's, are you saying Space Hawks your favorite game? No, ba Major League Baseball is my favorite. Oh, game. baseball, gotcha. Yeah. And back in the day, of course, that was my favorite as well. Uh, but what's my favorite? I was. I would have said Space Spartans and and Burger Time. But now that I've really, you know, started to go gung ho back into the Intellivision, and I'm kind of being forced to play all these games, I'm actually starting to love a lot of the games all over again that I thought I had would never see again, and that's kind of an amazing experience. Like Carnival, I would have never plugged that in again, and so mm. I, I just love it. I, I didn't think, you know, and when I first put it in, I, I didn't, wasn't doing that well. I had to learn the game again, but man, I love that game. Uh, Donkey Kong also. I mean, I can't. I couldn't even jump two barrels in a row. My timing was way off. It's a very difficult game. Yes. And, I mean, the fact that I was able it took me five days of work to get that world record, and um, now that I feel like I'm pretty good at the game, now I could say, "Hey, I like this game," you know. But at the beginning, I would have said, "Oh, the controls are no good." Uh, 
not worth playing. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's how I feel with some <laughs> in television games. Like, for yeah. example, uh, um, actually, Buzz Bombers. I, I think you have the world record <laughs> on that now. You have 302,000. I yeah. never played um, Twin Galaxies about 2015, September. Um, there was this... Uh, we had a tournament in Banning, California. They had Atari, NES, and Intellivision and arcade uh, tournament at the Twin Galaxies Esports Center. And I never played right. Buzz Bomber. And mm. I was like, oh, man, this, the controls just suck. But then by the time I got home and yeah. at the event, they were selling Buzz Bomber for like a dollar or two. So I just <laughs> bought it because I didn't own it. You know, I, if I see an Intellivision game I don't have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it. I'm not going to go out of I'm not going to spend 125 bucks on a game. But no. if it's something like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll buy it. And now it's grown on me quite a bit. I actually like it a lot, even though I yeah. thought the controls were absolutely terrible when it comes right. to that. But uh, very exactly. cool. Um, let me ask you real quick because I haven't even. I thought about going for the perfect score in bowling. It, it, was that easy for you? Was it hard to figure out? Actually, um, I'm going to give some of my credit to my to my uncle, um, who uh, back in the day we would uh, compete each, against each other. We were from different cities, and he he was also an Intellivision lover, just like the two of us. But he wasn't quite at my skill level, but he was a very good player. And uh, I was doing the straight shot at bowling uh, without much curves because I like just, you know, tackling all the pins like a, like a shooting game. But it wasn't consistent. And he says, here, let me show you what I kind of figured out on my own. And then it, forget about it. He was curving the ball in. I mean, he looked like, you know, those Fred Flintstone uh, episodes, you know, the way he just <laughs> throws down those pins. And I said, you know what, that's going to be my new technique from now on. And it's funny because if he plugged it in now, he would probably get 100 points to my 300. But I'm going to give him the credit for teaching me how to curve that ball. My yeah. Uncle Bruce. Very cool. Yeah, you know, I, from my right, I knew, I knew about curving the ball, but I would, I would just barely put any curve on it. But I always just got they, – they, when I was younger, that game always frustrated me more. And now that I'm yeah. older and I look at the game – you know, I look at video games a little bit different, more you know, strategic. You know, right. I'm like, oh, I could probably that's something I could probably go for, especially once you get it. Oh down. yeah. Once you get it down once, you just got to do it eleven more times in a row. Exactly. Without making a mistake. Um, you know, because there's well, quite the a few is, 300 bowling games out there for multiple. Okay. Games. The thing is that I notice is I think like the computer has to be kind to you when you're getting your 300 because I'll do this. What I feel is the exact same shot, <laughs> but I'm leaving the seven ten split for no reason. You know, <laughs> that happens quite a bit in that game. It seems to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and my wife. Yeah. My when, favorite is when the pin yeah. just goes like this <laughs> where it's down but it's up that's the yeah. animation of it shaking where it shows oh, down yeah. up that that's the most frustrating part about and television then for no reason i'm hitting the bowling. disc to try to get it to fall right yeah. you ever do that even though we know it won't it won't have any effect or the worst part is it's still doing that when the uh the ball return when the return comes the animation, oh, yeah. and then when the frame reloads it's standing up and you're like it's still there exactly so it could get frustrating <laughs> but i mean there's definitely even if you have the perfect shot what they call you know you still need that luck factor for the computer to give it to you yeah. definitely so you played with your uncle back in the day. Do you do you do you share in television with anybody in your family or any friends now that you're playing? Oh no. No. Just okay. my kids. Okay, my kids when I plugged in the Intellivision and they were old enough to notice what was going on in the world. They, you know, they came over and said, "What is that old relic?" You know, they were <laughs> like uh, four, six, and 4 years of age and they made fun of me. They said, "What is that old thing, daddy?" I said, uh, never mind, you know, and I would just play myself. But now that they're a little older and they could use the controller and they're very much into video games, every game I play, I plug in, they want to try. Very cool. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's flip-flop. Now they love in television. Yeah. I mean, it's just like our cell phones now, you know. It's, you, play, yeah. you play games on your son. <laughs> I always have mine, too. So are you, are you a collector of it at all? or? Uh... Well, what happened was, I uh, when again, once the internet started, 
I was just for fun looking on eBay and I, I realized, wow, there's a lot of titles I don't have. And uh, I obviously started off with ones that I, I wanted or looked interesting. And then I realized, I started buying a couple of games that, you know, I don't even like the game. And it was, why am I even buying it? So, okay. what, so I got to the point where if it was over, you know, $20 or $15, I, I, it would just gather dust anyway. So I'm not into it for the collection. You know, I want games that I know I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're not trying to get the 125 and the no, that's keyboard not component and all that kind of stuff. No, okay. no, no, that's yeah, not I'm, important. I'm not part of that. I, I listen to the uh, Intellivisionaries. I don't know if you listen to that. Podcast. Oh, yeah, I've seen them a couple of times. Yeah, that, that, it is a, for those of you, if you, any of you are Intellivision fans or you're fans of very long retro video game podcasts, you guys should check out the Intellivisionaries. They go through a whole game they talk to the designer most of the time. They go into very, very detailed about a, some basic game sometimes. Um, yeah. And it's like a six-hour podcast. So if you're in a car, if you got like a long ride to work or something, um, it is. they are very enjoyable. They do a lot of Foley noises, too, and, and they're very creative. It is, if, you are intel- if you're a fan of Intellivision, even though you might not be an Intellivision collector, you guys will still like the Intellivision Aries. They're on. They're on iTunes uh, as well. Definitely. That's cool. I, I was. I assumed you would. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, very interesting. Do. I sometimes I put that on uh, just when I'm gonna uh, fall asleep, and everything that they say is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And it's good to fall asleep to too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've done that I just pick up where I where I think I lost in the other. If you guys right. have any questions for Al, make sure you guys. Uh, Put them here in the uh, in the chat, of course, um, if Al's willing to answer them, if they are appropriate. Um, we talked about your sure. favorite fav- your favorite game. Um, is there a least favorite game of your collection, or a game you'll never play again? Or well, I got to tell you something. You know how Atari has that ET story that uh-huh. kind of you know stopped, it made people weary of what they're going to buy. Uh-huh. In television, has what they call sewer sound. And I don't know if you've ever seen that game, but it was no. released much later on, and it's just kind of like a puppet running through it, uh, um, uh, some kind of a a cave, and he he's just shooting a white dot at bats. That's the whole game. Ah, and like literally, it was programmed in a weekend, and you know they kind of tried to get away with it, and that was the point where I thought. From here forward, I'm going to kind of make sure that I like the game before I buy it. Yeah, and that's kind of how I am. I mean, I bought a, quite a few at MGC, but they were a dollar. So I was like, oh, I don't oh, have you this can't one. Go wrong. I can't go wrong. If anything, I'll use, you can't it, as, go wrong. I'll use it as a proper prize on the show. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for what day is it? <laughs> um, I can tell you if, uh, that I looked up uh, the your high scores that you have on Twin Galaxy. If you want to hear about my opinions about that. Okay, sure. So um, I thought that the Cubert uh, score is pretty good. You have number one. Uh huh. And um, that's a Carnival recent one. Four. Pardon? Go ahead. That's a recent one too. Cubert, yeah, I kind of rediscovered that one, and I think that might be in the last two years. And one thing about it is the controls are not easy to use. No. So. Um, you know, just like it, you already know, the games that are not made by Mattel or Activision, a lot of times there's quirks with the pro with the controls, right? Mm-hmm. So that one is hard to control. The fact, just to be the world, doesn't matter your score. Just to have the world record means a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I just tell you, the biggest. Uh, you know what? We're both in second place for Frogbog. I'm not going to submit that <laughs> for a long time because I kind of. I, uh, my young kids used to play that when they were like three and four because it's the only thing they could do was tap that disc, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, it's funny that you have a score of 485 because that's my high score. I just happen to have all my high scores. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, we have exactly the same score, and you're in number two position. Uh, that game, you only have so much. There's only so many. 
I, there, there's a little randomness to it on which flies yes. do generate. So if you get the 25.1s, you yeah. still have a, you there's that there's that extra edge of randomness just like in Donkey Kong a little bit right um but yeah exactly but that timing too if you if you get them right away you might get an extra fly or two which I think that's I think that's where that first place score comes in quite a bit um yeah probably cool. now I have to get to before you cut me off I need to tell you about one score that really impressed me okay because the rest, maybe if certain people work hard enough, maybe they can catch you. But there's one score nobody's going to ever catch you, and that's Worm Wampers. Thank you. That, that one, uh, that was a long, long time. That was uh, 2009, 2008, and uh, that, that is one I, that one I had to work for, too. That wasn't just sit down and beat the score. It was, uh, yeah, that's just that was a three unbelievable month, score. That was a three-month journey. Um, yeah. At, at some point to get that one, that was that was a very hard one. I worked at, and I was like trying to start at the bottom of the list. As if you guys look at my world records, I think I have Zaxxon. Yeah, that's Robert, right. That's right. Then World Series baseball. I was working from the bottom. You um, own the bottom of the list. You're right. Uh, a couple questions from the chat. Um, does your son have any? Does your son have the same skills as he does? I have as to you tell you do? something. I'm sorry. I have to be honest, I can't believe their skill, their natural skill with the Intellivision remote. So yeah, that definitely. Very cool. My son Josh last week hit 95,000 in Donkey Kong. Damn, that And he's 9 years old. Man, that's that's He's he's something like 7th on the whole list, 7th place. That's awesome. That is, he has good patience. That's a game you got to have patience yeah. on for sure, and for a nine-year-old to sit there and be able to. Um, do they have any other high? Do you have any? Do they have any other high scores recorded? No, because I mean they literally just started when they saw me on Twin Galaxies, you know, going for these records. They literally just started, and they're picking it up. And like maybe they shouldn't try Donkey Kong first. You know, it's going to yeah. be frustrating. <laughs> the guy says, "Daddy, take a look over here." And I turn around, like, "Holy cow!" 95,000. I couldn't believe it. So that's good for him. Yeah. But your Worm Womper score, <laughs> I don't know what I would have to do to beat that. And I'm not kidding. It's an unbelievable score. Yeah, I, uh, I, I might have it still recorded. Maybe I should upload it to the database. Because that was before. That's when I sent it to a referee. But okay. yeah, it was a, I, think, I think there's 18 rounds. I You know, 18 rounds of... I, that, that number is sticking out in my head of how many waves. Yeah. Oh, oh you mean you did 18, 18 screens. Yeah, 18 screens is what I had to get to get that score. Uh, oh, wow. I remember I was, I was holding off two crops from like, exactly, from exactly. like 13 to 18, and I somehow managed to do it. But uh, Were you saving the ones on the bottom? Actually, no. It was the, the, it was the second from the bottom. It wasn't okay. Just, okay, it was, that's what I mean. Like the bottom half of the screen, like. Yeah, but it was the two in the mid. It was the not the very bottom. It was the I guess lower third of the screen. So there were still insects going below my crops. I wasn't just trying to block, you know. Because yeah. if I hit, you know, you think maybe a strategy would be to take the top two crops or the bottom two crops. Yeah, but I mean, that's just what the way I the game went. That's kind of no. What that's true. With. It depends how it goes. Yeah. So. There's some slimy creatures that are kind of, you know, these they start getting you kind of creepy a little bit, you know, while you're playing, right? Yeah. Or just the the uh, some of those creatures come. One comes from the top. One comes from the bottom, and you you just can't get your fertilizer. You know, you have to right. take the hit, hurry up and get down. Sometimes it just always it happens too many times. Right. Um, and you know, I'm trying to steal some tips here. You know. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Uh, it's fine. The other thing I want to know is. Do you were you saving those big boulders, or do you just use them whenever you yes, need them? Yes, I saved them, and that's yeah, that's what got that's what me from level twelve or screen twelve to screen eighteen. I, I, I rarely used them. I wasn't point pushing, let's say, you know, because sometimes no. you'd use those balls yeah. to get some extra points if everything lines up. You know, it can definitely yeah. get you a lot of points, especially right. towards the ninth and tenth level where you're getting those five hundred, a thousand point insects um but i i just right. they're my last 
you know, they're they're, uh, they're just last resort. They're the missile. <laughs> they're the shooting missile exactly. that blows everything exactly. away like in a vertical shooter. Exactly. But I I have a very strong feeling your name's going to be next to that game for a very long time. So that's cool. Well, thanks. Appreciate it. Sure. Um, another question from the chat: Does your does does your wife play by chance or? Well, actually, it's a good question. That's a good question because that's what reunited me with the Intellivision. Hmm. Because when I yeah when I was starting to date her about uh, twenty years ago, uh, we just um, yeah we're together twenty years, so. Um, one of the things that we found in common is we both played in television. Mine was bundled up and I, I hadn't been playing it. And so we decided, you know what, we're going to kind of sneak over to her brothers and uh, kind of borrow it, <laughs> borrow it from him. So he was, wasn't playing it either. And we, we uh, took it and we were playing Burger Time just nonstop. We couldn't stop playing it. It was just something that we had in common that we both really loved Burger Time. And, you know, the female uh, part of our population were not that much into uh, video games in the early 80s as it is now. Like maybe yeah. it could even be 50-50. But um, it was kind of a trip to see uh, that my, my girlfriend uh, was uh, really good at Burger Time and she loved it. Very. So good. that's basically the only game she plays. She doesn't like go to all the games like I do um, because I think she gets too frustrated. <laughs> But she loves that burger time. Very awesome. Yeah, I don't think mine plays in television. No, I don't think she's ever had. Oh, gotcha. No, normally but, when it comes to television or like our friends, it's like, hey, you got to sit down and play this. And it's like, no, how do you play this? Where, where's the D-pad? Right. right? Oh, right. Oh, um, absolutely. Uh, a couple more questions from the chat, actually. Sure. Um, has, has the Intellivision become a family activity? Yeah. You mean in my house? Yeah, that's yeah, I believe sure. that's what the questions ask. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it's funny because that sometimes we'll find ourselves, you know, we're we're sitting in the basement and we're we're all taking turns uh playing burger time and even when my youngest uh Brandon he's 7 now, but until a few weeks ago, he couldn't even hold the remote and press the pepper to play burger time. His hands were too small. Hmm. So I would say, okay, I, I'll hold the other remote, I'll pepper for you. And so that's how he had to play. But I'm very proud of him that very recently, he can now run and pepper with his own little hand at seven years old. So um, the, the kids are really enjoying it a lot more. And um, my wife also uh, participates as well. Now, I got to tell you, when I start taking my turn, everybody starts getting angry because I can go on one man and burger burger time for 45 minutes. Yeah, everybody leaves right. the room, they go get food. Yeah, so like, yeah, it's like a buzzkill, you know? So yeah. I, and then my wife finally says, give someone a turn. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my pepper didn't work, darn it. Yeah. And the egg got me, and I have to always pretend to lose my man. Yeah, you you know? got to play games like auto racing or, uh, you know, you got to play bowling where everybody gets the even turn or skiing. Yeah, that's right. You know, with the multiple players, you know, that's taking right. turns. That, I guess, yeah. Well, that's the problem with being good at television games. That's the problem. Um, you got 29 total records now. I'm just going to read, uh, read them all real quick for everybody at home. Auto racing, two of them. Uh, bowling, Buzz Bombers, Carnival, um, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Dragonfire, Frogger. That's one I, I wanted to talk to you about because I was actually targeting that one. Masters of the Universe, Pitfall, Perfect Score. Uh, skiing, quite a few tracks. Space Armada, Space Spartans, Thundercastle, Tron, Deadly Disc, and Vectron. So with wow. those accomplished right wow. now, is there anything else on the agenda? Any other targets? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest, I mean, I'm just getting started. All right, that's awesome. I mean, I've got a big box of games over there. I have 102 games. And uh, what I've been doing since I started four weeks ago is I'll be practicing and trying to remember how the heck this game works in five or six different games, rotating them until I feel strong enough that I tell my wife, I'll say, Okay, tomorrow morning, like on the weekend, I'll say, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. I'm going to get that world record, and then I'll practice some in the afternoon in this other game. And that's how it goes. Very cool. 
So I'm going to go after as many more as I can. Very cool. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of one. Where's the, where, oh, I don't have my big box here. What was I looking for? Which oh, it's just the tip of my tongue. Ah, oh, I'm gonna have to get the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually run and get my here. One another question from the chat. I, I think this is somebody you know. Because yeah. <laughs> these because these these questions are a little scripted. I want to say. What about oh, Shark yeah? Shark? Do you like it? Does your wife like it? <laughs> oh, that's actually yeah. You know what? That's probably my wife sending me a reminder. Oh. My, I, you know what? I forgot. She's right. Um, it was Burger Time and Shark Shark, and she was really good at that game. I, I thought maybe, you know, she would have trouble trying to nip that shark's tail six times, but he did a heck of a job. I was very impressed. The problem with Shark Shark, though, is when you play two players and you're going after your girlfriend or wife's uh, fish when your fish is slightly larger, you're going to have problems. Oh, nice. My original case. Or my parents' nice. original case. It's their Intellivision. It's not mine. Wow. Probably. That's like a custom just for Intellivision, yeah, right? Yeah, it's custom. From the day. Um, all right. Let me just, before I forget. All right, let's take a look and right. see what you got. I'm going to ask. I'm, I'm, I know you say you have a lot of games, and they're probably all on your list, but I'm just going okay. to, uh, I guess, more encourage you. Oh, okay. I, I guess that's kind of what I want to see. Um, okay, let's all right, uh, just two right now because I have more at home. I only brought my, like the I, in this case are the ones I really like, and then everything else is loose at home. What oh about yeah, bump and jump is that a possible target for you? You good at that oh, game? Oh, that's gonna be a while before I get to that one because I I got that later in life, mm -hmm. and I I only tried it once. Okay, that's Last how I've only gotten it two years ago. And, yeah. well, since we do this show, I really don't play as many video games, so that is another right. one. Now, I've talked about this on the show probably about two or three months ago. I don't want to say there's any controversy. Yeah. But in the database for River Raid, there is yeah. a score of 1 million points exactly by Mr. Right. Todd Rogers, Mr. Activision. So it is Activision, so I know he's good at the games. I think he right. has the world record on the Atari 2600 as well. And then there's a score for 997,000 and I believe 220 points. So my, I don't want to say it's a conspiracy, I really think Todd's score might be a max out of 999,990 points. It's kind of my, does the score go past a million is what I want to find out. Well. I got to tell you, I mean, that's, I tell people there's 10% of the collection that I'm really not familiar with because they mm -hmm. came out later. So that's not one of the games oh, that I would know. that's not one of them either? Okay. So no. I'm the best chance to, to try to find that out, I guess. For talking. sure. For, For sure. sure. Okay. It's because it's going to be a while. Those, those are the types of games I'm going to try to tackle at the end. Okay. Right. I thought I was going to have a... I was gonna have a buddy to go back and forth with, because I can get about three hundred, four hundred thousand yeah. on River Raid, and it takes forty minutes, fifty minutes to get that far, you know. So it's I'll give take, it a try. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, you know, two hours plus to get a world record on, or to get to that million on River Raid. Um, but okay, those are, those, are the, those are the two games I'm interested. I'm terrible at bump and jump. Oh. I just think it's fun. River Raid, like I said, I that's. That's on my uh, my cue, other than uh, maybe trying to take down your Frogger score, your late okay. Frogger score. <laughs> well, if you remember, I mean, I don't know if you saw or not, but when I got to 60,000 and change, the... The system the shut game, off, right? The game fizzled out on me, and that's what happens. I have two Frogger cartridges, and if I play too long, the screen just goes green, completely green. Oh, so. Man. And I was really on a, a roll that day with my, my last frog that I was using, and I felt like I could have gone to eighty or 90,000 just with that one frog. Uh, so it was very disappointing. But you know what? Um, I think I said this a couple of times uh, on my videos. Um, if somebody comes by and, you know, kind of nips my high score, mm -hmm. that's, that's a, a good challenge for me to try to come and come back and beat it back. 
Well, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of Twin Galaxies. Yeah. Is it, I mean, these games are fun. They're great. Um, but it also rekindles the spirit to play them again. You know, uh, I've, oh, said this sure. on, I've said this on the show with Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog is one of my favorite games, but I mean, after I beat it and was a kid, it's like, well, I'm done playing with it. You know, there's really nowhere to go exactly. with it. But then when you, you're like, oh, people still submit scores on Super Metroid or speed running it or, you know, or Sonic point pushing or Donkey. It's like, oh, it brings a right. new level to that enjoyment. I once had with that game. That's an excellent point. Excellent point because there's many games. There's many games in my box where I would say, well, I got so many points in it. There's nothing else for me to do with that game. I, I don't, I won't just put it in just to have fun for a half an hour. I would be trying to beat that record. And if my record's 10 million points, what's the point in even putting it back in? Yep. So that's an excellent point. Yeah. Um, I was going to put it in and ask you about this game, but I swore it was on the desk. I don't know if I kicked it off, or, but I'm just going to say, what do you think about uh, Kool-Aid Man? <laughs> do I have to answer honestly? I don't know. It's part of my, it's part of my questions here, so it's up to oh, you. <laughs> just because I heard a rumor that I think you enjoyed that as a child, and i got to tell you, I was really excited to get it, and I felt that when I was play first playing it, I was kind of disappointed with how the graphics were laid out. And so I kind of never got into that game. And I got it later in life. So I'm a much bigger critic now mm -hmm. for the last like 10 years than I would have been if I got it when I was 13, you know? Yeah, I, uh, I think the, um, I don't think I would have liked until our, uh, I'm sorry, really I said Pac-Man, Kool-Aid Man as much. Um, because I mean, you could see here, it's just I just very had more simplistic. patience when I was a kid, too. It takes way too long to start scoring points. Right. So that's it's like, I don't know. I just felt like I was just kind of disappointed with the graphics overall. And when I, when I get that feeling, it kind of makes the game a lot less fun to play. Yeah. All right, so if you guys have any more questions, please put them on the uh, chat. Yes, uh, Al Birdman is a legend. Glenn, you could have said that. <laughs> I like that you typed it. Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, Data God, is your mom going to go for the Buzz uh, Bombers world record? All you, all, all you need is 303,000 points. <laughs> what about Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man? Do you play that? Um, yeah, actually, I, I got... Um, I got the Miss Pac-Man, which gives you the opportunity to play um, either Pac-Man, Miss, or Junior. You get the option. It's it's one of the new games, and we're really we were really enjoying it uh, this past uh, Christmas break. The, our whole family were giving it a try. I'm not really going for a record or anything because I'm kind of not a Pac-Man guy, and I think you're either a Pac-Man person or you're not. You know. So I could enjoy that game, and they have a, a turbo uh, speed uh, option. And I like to go turbo around all the mazes as quickly as I can and kind of have fun with that, and I, I really enjoyed that. Turbo, turbo but, Miss Pac-Man is the only way to play Pac-Man, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's the only fun one. Um, well, we, we got a couple minutes here. I'm, I don't think I have enough time because I think I started late. I'm I'm trying to beat your carnival world record right now. Okay, cool. So I, I don't know if we'll have enough time. Maybe we'll go long if I'm doing well. But uh, okay, we'll what see. What skill level? Uh, we're doing skill level one. Okay, I just want to let you know, Mike. Skill level four, you still own. Okay, for now. Yeah. For now. Yeah, for now. I didn't show up the boot up process, so actually this would be null and void. So I didn't I didn't give Nick a chance to switch over to me. Oh, but. gotcha. Well, look. <laughs> so your record's I, still safe. <laughs> gotcha. But uh, it would still be interesting to see your final score. Oh. <clears throat> I can give you a tip maybe after the show, but I wouldn't want it to go public. Oh, look at that. Insider. That's <laughs> what you get from being the host to settle on the screen. Right. Insider tips from other champions after the show. Right. And you know, Mike, when, the, when I heard you say, and... 
here's this guy who bumped me off the list. I mean, I got a chill that went through me because <laughs> I was new and I think it was the first or second show that I saw and I looked at my wife and we looked at each other like, oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, I, I honestly felt bad. No. That's... But then, then I took a quick look. You're behind by very few points. Oh, yeah. I, I just need to submit a couple second place scores. To, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not, it, it, it's more of a, in terms of me being on that uh, ESI board higher, it's terms of laziness of not submitting a second place score because I'm yeah, waiting to get the first place score, you know? There you go, because you can get back on very easily, back on that board, the big Cause, board. Because there's, I think I, ha I think I have a, well now a third place Frogger score I have recorded, but it's like, eh, I'm not gonna submit it until I get the first place score. <laughs> oh, really? Well, that, that's so how I used to this. be. I mean, you didn't have the problem of it just, you know, whacking on you, just going off? No. Never had that? No. All right, maybe I'll try a different combination of cartridge with uh, console. How many working in televisions do you have? Do I have to say? I, I, I want to. I guess I want to feel better about myself. But uh, well, I have. I, I why, have do you have many. I have three, but I have six broken ones for spare parts. <laughs> okay. All right. I have. Um, well, I have over ten. Okay. Yeah. Working, perfect, perfect oh, condition. Okay. Yeah, and then I. Have I guess a I got a goal parts. in life, Nick. <laughs> Go after. I feel like I don't want to ever be without an Intellivision. Not even thirty years from now. I want to have one that works. See, Glenn, there's nothing wrong with having seven Sega Genesis either. <laughs> oh 14, wow! Is that what you have? And yes, and fourteen copies of NHL of '94. <laughs> okay, but the difference is though, and for Intellivision, you can't replace the oh. remotes. That would, that's the problem. That's the main issue. Well, you can now. Well, you kind of can, but do you not have the, like? Do you have the conversion Sega. kit or no? I, no, I don't have that. But I, I use the original uh, equipment, uh -huh. and I, I made a lot of Frankenstein machines myself, uh, mixing and matching uh, parts, and I, I actually had fun with it doing that. So one of them would have uh, one remote that wasn't good, and but the other one, uh, the remotes were perfect, but the machine had, was kind of burning out. Ah. So you know, you make, uh, and then another one needed a, a power outlet, so I took that out of a different one. And they work perfectly once you have good parts. That's it was really a quality, well-made machine that you're able to just swap parts and get going again. That's yeah. what I like about it. Well, I'm, well I'm, I mean, if, I don't know if you're aware, but of the Intellivision Flashback, um, yeah. those are brand new controllers, and there is adapters sold by the Intellivision Aries host. They have adapters. That you can plug yeah. in, that you can plug into your television one, and to be honest, I mean, I haven't done it with my real Intellivision yet, but right, th those controllers are very good, in my opinion, replacements. But that's well, hang on, have you tried the remotes from the flashback? Oh yeah, and are they kind of the same, better or worse? Uh, I want, I don't want to say they're better, but they're just as good. You yeah, know? I want to say they're like what they. I mean, I. Like I said, I am a little younger. I'm younger than you, so I didn't right. experience a brand new console ever in my life. But right, right. I think they feel exactly. They're a little bit lighter, but in terms of the buttons and how they react, I think it's perfect. Other than that, so. Hey, well, the thing for me is, I really don't have that issue because I have, you know, so many so uh, working yeah. machines. And it's not, believe me, I like I paid for them. You know what I mean? I, there was no luck or I didn't get any at a $10 uh, garage sale. You know, mm -hmm. I paid market price and they were, everything was a lot cheaper like 20 years ago than it is today. Yeah. Prices have tripled now for Intellivision parts. Yes, they have. Yep. There's... And so if you want a perfect working machine, you're looking at maybe 150 US now shipped. Um, 20 years ago, I can get the same thing for, could maybe for $68. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, so that, that's yeah. why I have six non-working ones, so I can make sure the three well, I have go. keep working. Hey, exactly. Al, if you need a part, you'll have it. Yep. Hey, Al and Mike, real quick, we no. got to go in about a minute, but okay. how many games do you have total, Mike? And Al, how many games do you have? Including homebrews? Sure. I have 108. 
I believe. Something around that. I have 78. No home brews. I haven't got into the home brews. Okay. So I'm looking to get a cuddle cart, a flash cart for at some point in time. But, uh, you know like what? I'm just garage sales still, and uh, you know, um, you know, I'll pick them up when I see them cheap. But in terms of the games for Intellivision, I love. I already have them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. I, I ain't sure. trying to collect them all. <laughs> for sure, same here. So thanks, Al, for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thanks for uh, having me. Thanks, you guys, in the chat. Make sure you guys share and like our, um, our this video, for sure, especially in the television world. I know some of you uh, Intellivision fans have joined us for the first time tonight. Uh, you guys can go to TwinGalaxy.com, check out those Intellivision world records. Um, and also, real briefly, on the Settle It on the Screen page, uh, tonight we're fishing with uh, Glenn. Uh, on Steam, it's a free game. You can join Glenn in the same server or you can join us in the chat. So make sure you guys go over to Settle on the Screen Facebook page. And in about 15 20 minutes, uh, Glenn and some of us will be streaming. So join in on the free gameplay there as well. Uh, so for my co host, Glenn Updike, Al, thanks for coming on the show again. Really appreciate it. A lot of fun for me tonight me. <laughs> more than yeah, anybody else. And for, of course, Nick Hauslander, we will see you Monday, of course, live, 10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time here on the Twin Galaxy Facebook page. So, good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you, Christina. Has anybody seen my pants? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Been looking for those all day. That's what How was that, guys? That's what in television. See, so you take off your pants.